Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 124 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. That number sounds so unbelievable to me. Guys, we are so grateful that you listen every week. Um, we are here to do three things. We want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and remind you that you're not alone. We want to encourage you. We want to encourage you in your walk with Christ and in your ministry. And number three, we want to, we want to help equip you. Uh, those are the three E's that we often talk about. And you know, when I think about entertaining, encouraging, and equipping, there are a couple of people that come to mind. And near the top of that list is Big Yancey. Wait, near the top? <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You're on the Mount Rushmore of the three E's. Yes! <laughs> We've got to meme that. We need to... <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, my gosh. How's so Big Yancey's here, guys. I'm here. I'm here. How's it going? It's going, man. It's, it's been a very full day of Worship Leader Probs activity for the two of us, good. and we're probably going to be a little slap happy during this episode. I'm just warning you. A little bit, a little bit. We're greeting each other, but we've actually been already talking for like three hours, so <laughs> it's a little, feels a little false, but that's okay. Hey, guys, this is what we're going to be doing in this um, episode today. We're going to share some resources with you, um, share some laughs. We've got to laugh all the time. We've got some prayer mm -hmm. concerns, a special edition of some prayer concerns coming up. Yes. Um, and then Brian and I are going to have a conversation about rehearsals and all things that have to do with rehearsals, structure, and um, just different things that can go on, maybe even share some uh, bloopers from rehearsals or <laughs> some uh, drama or some issues in rehearsals. But we're going to talk all things rehearsals. But before we get to that... Let me take a moment to just tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Planning Center. Now, you guys hear us talk about them every week, and the reason we do is because they are absolutely incredible. They make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. Planning Center is a set of online software products, and you can use them separately, or you can use them all together as a full church management system. And you can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing, and basically you can create custom pages within the Church Center mobile app and website. You can share sermons with your congregation and other info all through that Church Center app and website. So go check it out now, planningcenter.com. They're the best, man. They are. They are the best. Planning Center is planting seeds of excellence <laughs> in he, all of our ministries. He recovered it. <laughs> Yeah, they're the best, man. <laughs> they are the best. So, okay, Big Yancey. Yes. Here we are. It's Thursday. This will come out on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Shoot, I love it. When it comes to driving, okay. <laughs> are okay. you passive or are you aggressive? Can I be passive aggressive? That's <laughs> <laughs> Because that's probably where I fit more, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell me about that. Let's okay. talk about that. I would Let's say dive into that. For a, <laughs> for a long time, I would say I, I leaned on a more aggressive. But then since having kids, you know, when you got little ones in your car, you tend to, mm. you tend mm -hmm. to dial it back a little bit. So I would classify myself as more passive aggressive now. I see people do things on the road and I try to find ways to, you know, 
get back at them a little bit without being too dangerous. In Christian you know, love. In, yeah, yeah. I have a church bumper sticker on my car, and my husband's always like, you need to take that thing off because, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to show them anybody can come to Jesus. Jesus will take all of us. Um, right. So, Can you imagine you walk in, hey, Jen, we had a board meeting, and we're, <laughs> yeah. we're going to go outside and pull we the need, bumper we sticker need to, off. We need to pull the car. sticker off. You're really not leading people to Jesus. <laughs> my driving probably wouldn't lead people to Jesus, but I'm not too bad. I will say this. Have you noticed, because you've got quite a commute to, uh, to and from your church. Have you noticed that it just seems like since COVID started, people do not know how to drive anymore? Mm, they just they just don't. Last week alone, I almost got hit three different times. Ooh. Now, the one common factor is me, so maybe I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> but th- three different times where someone's just like, they're just veering into my lane and, you know, got to lay on that news, horn. Man. It's but, bad news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kim will always say, honk them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not afraid to use it. It's funny. Some people are very, you know, hesitant to, to use that device, but I'm like, yeah. it's on our car for a reason. They gave it to you. Yeah. You bought every piece of that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to use it when necessary. <laughs> so Indianapolis has been taken over by roundabouts. Uh, do you have roundabouts in Phoenix? We do in some areas, not in many. So there are parts of our city they're everywhere. Like they're taking out all the stoplights and putting roundabouts in. The problem is there has been no educational campaign as right. to how to how use a roundabout. <laughs> how do you use this thing? And now they're putting like three roundabouts like stacked on top of each other over uh, overpasses for over the interstate. There's There's one near my house that literally takes you on the wrong side of the road if you do the the roundabout the correct way. So oh my. There's been no educational campaign and nobody knows what they're doing. Nope. And it's it creates a little bit of tension. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes people <laughs> just, just a little <laughs> bit of tension. <laughs> the, what I see in the roundabouts that are out here is people don't realize that you should probably slow down heading into a yeah, it doesn't mean hit it yeah. and go as fast as you can. <laughs> people are doing donuts in these roundabouts out here. I'm like, what, you, what is happening? Come on, fam. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, what about you? Aggressive, passive? Aggressive. Aggr- it would be like aggressive with a capital A. <laughs> I am, I am, it's, it, is a, it is a challenge for me. Um, and again, I told, you know, we talked about earlier, I've got a long commute and so I'm, I am uh, definitely focused and aggressive on the road, and I'm really working on it. <laughs> Kim uh, has helped me work on it, and so I'm trying to dial it back. We have gotten uh, really dark tinted windows on my car nice. so that yep. if there is a glance at another driver, they don't really see me. So, and so the next step, obviously, I know as a believer in Jesus is to not glance. And so I am working on, on that. And uh, there you have it. But yeah, aggress- aggression is definitely my, oh, my man. problem. Oh, man. Just good. You got darker tinted windows. I yeah. just shamelessly pull up next to them and, and stare at them. <laughs> the Lord needs to work on my heart. Clearly. <laughs> it's so fantastic. You know, you know what, you know, what you need is a place like a concentrated, like getting soaked in worship and teaching of, from the Bible for the Lord to really work on that in oh, your heart. I do. I do need that. Preferably you know in like could, a tropical climate or someplace know, warm. Someplace warm. Yeah. Someplace fun. Yeah. Where there's friends. Right. You know, who love and appreciate you. 
You know what? It sounds like experience conference to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it sounds like experience conference. Guys, if, I hope you're planning to join us. So this is going to be one epic free-for-all of worship. That, that's not on the letterhead, <laughs> but it's uh, September 7th <laughs> through the 10th. And you guys, there are, they're, they're putting information on the website. You got to go check these sessions out, experienceconference.com. It's at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. It's, you've heard us a hundred times from us. It's a worship conference at Walt Disney World. We're going to record an episode of the Worship Leader Props podcast with a live audience. We're going to have a double secret hang that Jen is working on. Um, guys, opening night is Chris McClarney and Scott Longyear. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Maybe he'll bring that little acrobatic bar thing with him. open the set first with that (laughs) hey are you taking requests i know right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you guys we've there's there's so many unbelievable uh brandon lake of bethel music joe l barnes from maverick city music and the list goes on at red rocks vertical natalie grant carlos whitaker Hosanna Wong is a spoken word artist. It's it's just going to be unbelievable. So come join us. It's going to be a blast. There's 60 workshops for all kinds of specialists, uh, special areas of, of ministry, even those who lead children in worship. And um, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be fantastic. So just make plans to yeah. join us. Jen is coming. I'm coming. Yep. Scott's going to be there. Yeah. It's, it's that, just going to be that's, fantastic. That's even better than all the the artists and speakers. And here's what I think we should issue a worship leader props challenge. Okay. Everyone who sees Jen in the hallway or walking through the hotel or whatever, you need to say to her, what's that smell? Oh man, Brian. Okay. Here's a, here's a challenge. If we can get to a hundred thousand followers by experience conference, Brian's going to get a tattoo. Temporary. No. <laughs> Temporary tattoo. We need to vote on Temporary this. Temporary I'm putting a poll up on the account. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> oh, Temporary tattoo. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. We're going to have fun. It's going to be blessed. Yeah. It's going to be blessed. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have fun. You know, Brian, I noticed that you're wearing a pretty sweet hat today. I am wearing a sweet hat. Why don't you tell, why don't you tell everybody about this hat? So, you guys, while you're, while you're surfing the net, you know, your first thing you're going to do is on the interwebs, you're going to go to, to experienceconference.com. You're going to register. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to click over to uh, worshipleaderprops.com. You're going to hit that online store. Yeah. We have more shirts than you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. Phrases from the podcast. We've turned prayer concerns into shirts. We've got uh, Bible references that deal with worship. We've got shirts for people who serve in production. We've got shirts for worship leaders, obviously, people who serve on your team, just go check it out. And we've got hats, we've got hoodies and long sleeve tees and all kinds of stuff. So we're doing our best to make sure you guys look good when you're serving. (laughs) Brian's obsessed with merch. I don't know if you guys have learned this about him, but he's absolutely obsessed. So yeah, go check it out. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my favorite is these uh, these prayer concern shirts. I think oh that I think it's just great. That's just great. And in case you don't understand, well, what what is a prayer concern? What what is this that you're putting on a shirt? We're going to go ahead and give you a little context. So why don't we head into a little segment we like to call prayer concerns. Oh, 
Oh, fam, you guys have been ringing the bell with related to prayer concerns. So here's what that means in our context. Everybody's got a connection card. You got a live stream chat. You know, sometimes you ask, how can I pray for you? And sometimes they'll actually answer that question. Here's how you can pray for me. I'm having surgery. My mom's sick, whatever. But sometimes mm. they like to take that opportunity to tell you what they think. Yep. And sometimes they don't think very highly of the things that are going on in your service. And they might use that prayer, that connection card, the live stream chat, Google or Yelp reviews. They're going to use all kinds of stuff. So today we have a special edition of Prayer Concerns. This is the live stream comment edition of Prayer Concerns. So these are all coming from church live streams. Here we go. Prayer concern number one. And the comment says, is this a Christian church? It feels like a rock concert. <laughs> Is it all the singing about Jesus that really makes it feel like a rock concert? <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, okay, yeah. It's a rock concert. Yeah, it's definitely a rock concert. Prayer concern number two. Number two. Our pastor comes on stage, stage to preach, and a random newcomer comments, Oh, dear, he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> What do they Maybe want? Maybe it's chilly. Maybe he's a little chilled. Oh, Maybe he's a little chilled. Oh, dear. Oh, he's wearing a hoodie. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, number three. Prayer concern number three. Live stream comment edition. It says, we got a comment asking when we were going to have an in-person service. And the live stream was of an in-person service with a good view of the people in the seats all the time. <laughs> We're having one right now, Gladys. Come on over to the get in your Buick, oh, man. drive over to Just the church. Get in your Buick. What are what are people thinking? Like, do they think it's staged? Like, okay, we've pre-recorded this with a bunch of people. They just took the staff and those yeah, are cardboard cutouts. Yes. It's like that. What is that uh, mystery science yeah. theater? <laughs> Whatever. Those oh, are just man. little cutouts. Uh, oh man, yeah. Okay, number four. <laughs> Prayer concern number four. We recently had people commenting their cash app and a story of why we should donate to them. No. <laughs> Church live stream. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It, those internet trolls, they pop up. They pop, they we've do. had them pop up when we've been doing lives before. We have. We've had them. Yep. I've lost it uh, all. And it's always the same person and it's always the same it is. story, which it is, is always, you know, yeah. makes me a little skeptical. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, that happens sometimes. All right, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern, live stream comment edition, number five. And it says, I led worship the other day wearing my favorite pair of jeans. It only had two rips in the knees. And I had an older gentleman comment on the live stream. The young lady who needs new jeans was very powerful today. <laughs> oh man, we need a class on how to how to pay a compliment. We we need we need a class. I, we just, what is some curriculum? What do we need to do, Brian? This is, oh my gosh, oh. people just make me laugh. Okay, that's so good. So th those are prayer concerns, and you can we need you're the writers of the segment pr prayer concern segment. So we need you to keep sending those in. You can DM those to us on Instagram or go over to worshipleaderprobs.com. And after you buy some merch, check on the uh, click on the prayer concerns uh, page, and you can submit your prayer concern anonymously. 
we will uh, never share your name or your church's name. Uh, so one of the things that we love to do is uh, take and answer your questions. And uh, this is one that we have gotten a lot dealing with rehearsals. So we're going to slip into our last segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Okay, rehearsals. We've all got them, right? We've all got them. So we get a lot of questions about um, how do you handle rehearsals? How do you schedule? How do you structure rehearsals? What do you uh, what do you do during a rehearsal? And so we thought we would tackle that this week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Jen, as she is a servant, is what she is, capital S. <laughs> I said, Jen, who do you think should go first? And Jen said, You know what, Brian. I'd like to go first. I, I really no, would. I don't remember it going down that way, but. <laughs> That's exactly how I remember it, which is so odd. So Jen, tell us about rehearsals at 2911 Worship. I will. I will. You know, we do things a little differently because uh, since we have a full weekend of services, we have Saturday night service <clears throat> and then two Sunday morning, we don't actually have a midweek rehearsal. We come in extra early on Saturday and we rehearse right before services. So it, it, I think in a way it works because it puts a lot of pressure on you. Like, you know, you've got to come in prepared and that's part of our team Mm -hmm. culture. So I will say quick nugget, worship leaders, if you're frustrated because your people are coming unprepared, you got to look, is this a culture that we've really put in place in our team? Do people understand this is the expectation? And so we, we clarify to our team, um, we say like, you know, there's, there's a process to getting us to the service time. And we say, you know, you listen to the music at home, you practice at home. And when we come in together, that's when we rehearse, which means we're just putting all of the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, So, you know, we rehearse for about uh, an hour and a half or so um, leading up to service. And so it does kind of force everybody to come in really on top of things. Um, You got to kind of come in knowing what you're doing. And, you know, we can't get hung up on stuff too long because service (laughs) service is coming for us. And so in a way, I I really like it. Sometimes when there's technical issues, that can be a stress. That could be a stress where we're going, we're going, oh man, (laughs) Ableton's not working. Nothing's working. We have had times like that where, uh, we've gone into service and we hadn't gone over one song because we had tech issues. But for the most part, having that kind of pressure in front of us, it just keeps, it keeps things rolling along. It keeps us moving. We can decide a lot faster when we hit a road bump, you know, we work our way through it a lot faster because we have, um, we have service coming up, but really the, the biggest thing with our rehearsals is everybody coming in prepared ahead of time. And, you know, some weeks we aren't always <laughs> as prepared as we should be. Um, sometimes it's a little bumpy, but for the most part, um, everybody does a really good job of coming in and, and it's not always easy to get there, but I do think that if you kind of set that culture and it starts with the leader too, leader, if you're breezing in and you're late, um, and you don't totally know what's going on and, and you're just kind of like, oh, hey, I, I know this song. I've sang this song th- a thousand times. I don't need to rehearse it. That kind of an attitude, that's going to spread. You're actually setting the culture in your team and that's going to spread to the rest of your team. And so I always encourage leaders, if there's something that you're kind of frustrated with, first check yourself and go, okay, am I, have I not been clear on something? Uh, is there anything I'm doing? I've, I've been on a, I was on a team once where, one week, the leader just reamed everybody for being late, just just laid into everyone. And then the following weekend, they were late. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so anyway, but that's kind of how rehearsals go um, over at 2911. We, we roll right in and we 
we just hammer away because we've got service coming up uh, within an hour, hour and a half. So, but I know you have a midweek rehearsal. So what do you guys do? We do. We've, we've done both. Um, we had moved our rehearsal to Saturday. We have a Saturday night as well. And we had moved our rehearsal to Saturday. Um, but when we started pre-recording our online content, we moved everything back to Wednesday so we could use that as a mm. rehearsal. And then we move right into recording. And so, man, Jen, I love everything about what you just said, everything. And some things that jumped out to me were uh, words like preparation, mm -hmm. culture, um, shame. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, but here's the deal. Like the intentionality of Jen's process. Um, I would just say to you, like, it's not, it's not going to just happen. Right. You have to intentionally set the bar for this. You have to intentionally, um, build the foundation for this and set the expectation within your team. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, I've heard Scott say on here before, um, if you, if you're the, the leader, nobody on your team should out pray you. Yep. Nobody on your team should out prepare you. Mm -hmm. Um, and those are, those are, uh, you should write those in concrete. Right. You should write those on the walls of your bedroom, on the mirror of your bathroom, on the visor of your car, you know, nobody should out pray you. Nobody should out prepare you. Mm -hmm. And that is what it means to be a leader. You are modeling yep. what you want your team to look like. We shared a graphic not long ago, uh, on this, on the Instagram story. What would your team look like if everybody modeled your level of preparation? Mm, that's good. You, okay. And so this starts with preparing, uh, like, I'm assuming a lot of you use Planning Center. If you don't, I would highly, highly recommend you checking it out um, because it has been a game changer for me. And so that's how that's what we use uh, to schedule. And like even the the laying the foundation for this starts with your scheduling process. Mm -hmm. Even like, are you a person who is, uh, you know, calling or texting people on Monday or Tuesday? Hey, can you serve this week? And not because it was an emergency, but but that's kind of your regular mode of right. operation. I would highly encourage you uh, to consider something different mm -hmm. because even that communicates to your team what it means to serve, right. what it means to be on your team. Mm -hmm. And so this is our process. We, for the most part, we're scheduling four to six weeks out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just like Jen, we have a Saturday night and a Sunday. Right now we're rehearsing on Wednesday, so that's three days mm -hmm. that it takes to serve on the team yep. uh, for the weekend. So for me, it's a sign of respect for my team, and uh, it's being a good steward of my time and of their time to let them know what the expectations are. So I get them that schedule four to six weeks in advance. Now, there are always emergencies that come up. Right. I'll send out an email, hey, somebody's sick. Mm -hmm. Is anybody happen to be available this weekend? Um, but I'm not, we're not talking about emergency situations. We're talking about the regular, regular week. And so getting the schedule out ahead of time allows your team to block time. They've got to sometimes arrange work schedules. They've got to arrange family schedules. It's showing them uh, respect. Yep. 
And I love what Jen said about being on time, man. If your people are coming to rehearsal and you're still running around, uh, you're setting up, you're making arrangements for copies of charts or whatever you're doing, that again says to them, well, I guess I don't really need to be here on time because we're not going to start on time because you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Why should I be ready if you're not ready? That's the last thing that you want uh, to communicate to your team. You want to model uh, preparation. Like Jen said, you want to set the culture, you want to set uh, the expectation. And the last thing that I would say about, I, I keep my rehearsals as fast paced as I can keep them um, to utilize everybody's time. So I, I communicate a start time and I communicate an end time. And I always tell them, I will almost never keep you until the end time unless something goes really wrong or something isn't prepared correctly or or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, all of that, I think, is a way um, of me respecting my team's time and being prepared. Yeah, yeah. I think we've chatted about this before, but how do you handle... Uh, like if there's a team member, you see a recurring issue because obviously stuff comes up and and we get that. Everybody has, you know, there might be an accident or construction. We had one week where we had a lot of team members coming from the same area of town and nobody realized there was freeway construction and nobody could exit. So like half the team was late. Okay, so I get it. Stuff like that happens. But, But what do you do? How do you handle it when you see a pattern of whether it's tardiness or lack of preparedness? You know, when that happens, what do you do? Well, in the first example you gave, if something, if there's a something on the highway or whatever, mm-hmm. I will, I will on the mic say that in rehearsal. Hey, right. these two people are stuck in traffic. There was an accident on the highway. Yeah, um, they're they're on their way. They'll be here as soon as possible, so that they know this is a extraordinary circumstance mm-hmm. that this person that this person is is walking through right now. So, if it becomes a habit. Because I will say we've worked really hard to set this as a, a team culture. I think it's time for conversation. And I would, you know, early in my ministry, I would email ev- the whole team and right. just say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd paint with a real broad brush. I, yeah. The older I've gotten, um, the more comfortable I feel having a conversation. Hey, man, love having you as a part of our team. Mm-hmm. I've noticed the last couple of times that you are... You're establishing a pattern of being late for rehearsal. Right. I also noticed that you are you live closer than anyone else who serves on the team. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, your commute is probably never going to f- stand with me because I drive further than everyone who serves on our team. So I've noticed that uh, you've established this pattern of being late. Is something going on that mm-hmm. I can help with or? Um, you know, have priorities changed? Maybe something's going on in your at home that is making it tough for you to serve, mm-hmm. or maybe your heart uh, just isn't in this kind of service anymore. Yeah. How can I help as your leader, as your pastor? How can I help to walk with you through this? And um, if it is that your heart has changed, then I'd like to find some other place for you to serve, or I'd like to walk with you and and help you figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's just that you, if it's just that you're late, I think we need to continue that conversation and talk about. Here's what that says to the rest of the team. It mm-hmm. says that you feel like you're. It it, it it's going to say a lot of things that are not going to paint 
the greatest picture. Yeah. And nobody almost nobody wants to paint that kind of picture of themselves. And yeah. so um, that's that's kind of my approach. And I will say I'm very blessed at our in our team. Like there's a kind of a joke on our team. They call it Tabor time. Like if <laughs> <laughs> and Kim has helped me kind of brand that like if, if rehearsal starts at six, that doesn't mean you're walking in the door at six. That right. means you're walking in the door at quarter till 10 mm-hmm. till like if you're a guitar player and you got a hook in yep the expectation is you're you're there 15 or 20 minutes early because you got to get set up and mm-hmm. get hooked into amps and pedal boards and all those things that you got to do if you're a drummer and you need to i don't know you need to replace a head or you need to tune something up in the in the on the drum kit you got to get there in time to do that if mm-hmm. you're a singer and you got to get your pack on get your in-ears ready all that kind of stuff so they know when i say six o'clock, I mean, we start at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they know also, if you are leading a song or you're singing, uh, we're doing a special music piece that week or whatever, and you're the soloist on that. And if it's the first thing out of the gate and you're late, we're starting on time. And mm-hmm. if you miss your sound check, you miss your sound check because yeah. we we told you when what we were doing and we told you when we were starting. So Wow. Wow. I like the direct approach. I think that sometimes, sometimes like a blanket statement is necessary. Like if you see something kind of going on with the entire team, like, hey, everyone, we're all kind of getting a little lax in this. I think that that's okay. But when there's one particular team member uh, who is, you know, lagging or, or whatever, I feel like a direct approach is better just because when you make a blanket statement, but it's really one person you're trying to address, it starts to spark curiosity in the rest of the team. Absolutely. And then people who, who start, talking yeah, about? who is he talking yeah. about? And then, and then the, the overly concerned people are like, is it me? Have I been late? Or, you know, <laughs> you know it's just, it, it just starts to cause some extra, I think drama at times it just isn't necessary. So I like, I like the uh, direct approach. So w- how do you guys structure your rehearsals. So like I said, we rehearsed right before service. And when we come in, we split off our vocal team from our band for the first 15 minutes. Our vocal team goes and does, you know, vocal warmups. And then we kind of will talk through the set and we won't go over every single song. We never even go over song fully. We'll just kind of talk through, does everyone feel good on this song? Or if there's a new song, okay, let's hit on what might be the challenge. You know, like, okay, let's let's go over this bridge because that's when we break into, you know, three parts and we want to make sure we nail it. Mm-hmm. So we do that while our MD is kind of getting the band, you know, going. Everyone's tuning. Everyone's, you know, checking the tracks. They're kind of going over some stuff. And then we come together and we run sound check and rehearsal. So that's kind of what we do. But nice. what, what, is, what does your team do? Nice. Um, we've done a couple of different things right now. The mode that we're in is this. So, uh, on planning center, if we're doing, uh, so here's an example this weekend, we're doing battle belongs Mm -hmm. Phil Wickham. Yeah. So we will go in and we will put an MP3 on planning center in the key that we're doing it in. Yep. Not the original key, what the key is that we're singing it in so they can prepare accurately. Right. And of course you have the rehearsal licenses and all of the appropriate Mm -hmm. CCLI licenses to be able to put that on planning center. Mm -hmm. Then um, we, we will go in and record uh, somebody playing piano. Uh, We operate most all the time from praise charts and our vocalists use lead sheets, which are, you know, at the most three part 
usually. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a piano player go through and record. Here's the top part. Mm. Here's the middle part. Here's the bottom part, separate audio tracks. We upload those to Planning Center. Wow. Then the Monday before our, our Wednesday rehearsal, um, the vocalist will, will get an email from me, what we call our vocal guide. And mm -hmm. so it breaks down song by song, and it'll say, uh, if we're going to have somebody do a verse by themselves, it's noted there. Mm -hmm. um, we'll, we'll say, you know, guys, you're on this part girl alto you're on the middle part or whatever it happens to be mm -hmm. so they'll get all those details on on the monday before um before the rehearsal on wednesday so then they know okay i'm singing uh, the middle part on battle belongs i need to get into planning center and just crush that middle part you know until yeah. wednesday so that i know i know what the middle part sounds like and i know what the middle part sounds like in the context of everything else that's going on in the mm -hmm. song mm -hmm. so then the expectation is that you've done that a lot when yeah. you come on Wednesday. And so um, we usually, uh, we will sing, uh, we'll sing through the first song. We start right on time, sing through the first song. Then we send everybody, we use um, these live mix boxes, which is kind of like Aviom. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So then we do a song, send everybody to their boxes. Mm -hmm. mess with your mix, do take a couple of minutes, fine tune it, all that kind of stuff. Then we come back, we'll do that song again. Mm -hmm. uh, so we probably, we probably try to do every song at least twice, and then we step into recording. So um, we used to do the, the split, take the vocalist in a different place. Um, and, and I just, uh, we, we don't always have somebody who is able to lead that through mm -hmm. because um, unless we have somebody else serving as the MD, normally I am that as well as leading. So mm -hmm. um, we, we try to, we do keep everybody together. Um, do you, during your rehearsals, do you have devotional time? Uh, we do. We do. We actually, actually, after we do like our sound check, that kind of a thing, we usually gather up in a circle. We kind of talk through service, but then when we finish rehearsal, we kind of come together in our green room and we have just a little devotional time, a time of encouragement, and then we we pray some more. So yeah, most weeks most weeks we have that. There's a few special occasions where uh, we go a different direction. Um, like if we're doing communion that week, we'll just do communion together. Um, nice. Last nice. week we had kind of like a vision. It was a vision weekend for our church, so we spent some time talking more about vision and and how we as creatives kind of lead that charge and you know but yeah we always spend some sort of time around a some sort of a thoughts or an encouragement nice nice yeah to get everybody on the same page so that's really good i think what you're saying too is really crucial because it's like as leaders we have to give our teams the tools that they need We've got to equip them with everything that they could possibly need. And I know we've memed this. We've made jokes when people ask us questions that are already answered in Planning Center, yes, you know, yes. but at the same time, we we live, eat and breathe Planning Center and not right, everybody right, does, you know, right, right. but there are incredible tools in there. So, I mean, we do some similar things in every single song. If you go into the notes, I have um, in the note section, vocal direction. And so mm -hmm. we actually spell out verse one is the lead alone. Chorus one is the lead in you know, light melody. And so we spell out exactly mm. where every vocal comes in. So people know, okay, when am I supposed to be, you know, really singing? When am I not? Um, and then we also send out a vocal map every week where it, 
every single song we have kind of a this is what each person is singing on this song Love so it. that everybody kind of knows you know it, the more we can spell it out for for people the better um because again we we live this and not everybody mm. is in that realm all the time and so i think it's important that we give as many tools as possible and help people along the way absolutely and and if you have a team night like an annual yeah. team night or maybe a twice a year you do team night mm-hmm. we will always take some time to go through planning center because you're always at, you're adding new team members or Mm -hmm. maybe planning center goes through a software update or whatever. Hey, this is now how you're blocking out your dates, which we're just assuming that you are blocking out your dates because we need you to block out your dates. Right. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, this is how you find song files. Like not everybody um, works that way. And if you're on a a desktop computer, this is how you find them. If you're on the app, this is how you find them. Right. And did you know you can connect if your car has, you know, Apple Play or you can connect your phone and play music in your car, you can also yeah. listen to your planning center files and drive yep. your family crazy <laughs> while you're driving across town to dinner, uh, practicing the middle part to Battle Belongs. <laughs> you can get that Ableton track going in there where it's like one, exactly. two. <laughs> is that what you hear? Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, that is. That's good stuff. Hey, love to hear from you guys. If there are uh, uh, different thoughts that you have or different things that you've found that work great as you're working on your rehearsals, uh, let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram, or you can uh, always email us at info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Yeah. We love you guys, man. I know. I know. It's awesome. Awesome. And make sure you guys hit subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to the podcast. And do us a favor. Go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Say something nice about the Say podcast. Nice. <laughs> it's a huge help to us in spreading the word about the podcast all around because we believe this is something that adds value to people's lives. And do us a favor too, follow us on the socials. If you aren't, go do it. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're all over the place. Thank you if you do follow us. But if you don't, look us up at Worship Leader Probs, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can even find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Absolutely, man. Uh, Connect with us. Uh, And, you know, speaking of connection, our friends at Maven Media Productions, man, they make the connections happen. And if your church is needing some help with maybe some strategic planning or strategic thinking about uh, your online presence or uh, your social media presence, you need somebody to help you develop uh, a plan for that mavenmediaproductions.com. That's where you can connect with these great folks. Um, They're the best and they will help you for sure. Uh, So we're grateful for them. And we also are grateful to Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. And we're grateful for you. It's an attitude of gratitude here on the Worship Leader Probs (laughs) podcast. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. (laughs) 